0: Hello.
1: Hello, welcome to How to Stay Married So Far. Uh if you're listening on a podcast. Um and hello, if you're watching us on YouTube. Um I posted a uh photo on Instagram the other day. It was looking rather lovely, I have to say,
0: Mark. It was a photo taken by Kiki B. It was, it was hmm. a really lovely
1: photo. It was a very benign, soft photo. We looked very at ease and... In love. In our happy place with each other.
0: <laughs> Which isn't particularly characteristic of us a lot of the time.
1: Yeah, and what I put underneath was, um, you know, when we're in a good place, there's nobody I'd rather be with than this silly sod. But when we row, it really is... Wow. Well, I mean, we really row. We don't muck about mm. with it. Um, And then I just asked a simple question. Do you think that it's important for a relationship um, that people row? What do you think when people say, oh, they've never had a row together Mm. 30 years and never had a row Mm. um, without being judgy? Well, I'm going to kick it off with that. Without being judgy, I do judge that. I nearly always judge that. I always think there's some dark, dark, darkness behind that yeah. answer when people say that. But maybe that's just my buck up, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, before jumping in there, we have done a couple of other podcasts about rowing. I think one was where we had, a, I think it was entitled, uh, Andrew and Mark have a relationship-busting row, how they got over it, how to survive relationship-ending rows. And then I think another one was... I can't remember, there was something, but, I mean, the thing that struck me about your post, and we got quite a few interesting replies, actually, about whether, you know, it's important to have rows in in a relationship. I'd go so far, I'd go, I'd go in a slight, I think there are two angles to this. There's that whole discussion, which you've just, you've just mentioned what you feel about, and I've got my, my feelings on that, but then there's also the idea that for me, the longer a relationship goes on, and this this has come through in some of the comments that some of the followers on Instagram have commented on, um, uh, that as you go through a marriage or a relationship, rowing can get less and less and less. And, And here's my theory on all of this, is that I think I'm with you on the, if you don't row, there's gotta be something amiss. But I also think that if you start to row less and less, the relationship matters less and less. And so We're
1: gonna have around a minute if you keep so, playing those bangles. <laughs> so I
0: I think I think I've been hardwired at some point to assume that mm, rowing is love. Is yeah, or is a demonstration of the fact that you care so voraciously about something that you have these passionate blow ups or yeah. flare ups.
1: Wow, well Wow well, well, huh. well Um Well I know and I think you know what <laughs> I know all of what you've said that is actually true and yeah. my shrink years ago said that to me my homeopath has said that to me about us um that it's a very very it's very toxic when we row and the reason that we do in the way that we do is because you know there's such a pattern and we've managed to calm it down a bit more but we've calmed it down a lot Um, And that isn't because we care less, that's because we're worn out with it. Because the way that we rowed, I would never recommend. I think it was far, 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 very damaging. Very damaging. And I think we were in a cycle of that. So that um, it would be... I think this is what a lot of people do, you suppress stuff. Both sides suppress stuff, you suppress stuff. Because you don't want a row, or you think you don't want a row, And... I think you grew up in a very volatile situation. Um, Your mum, and I'm not speaking out of turn here because your mum would say this Mm. herself, Mm. had a very, very bad temper. She had a lot of stresses. She was a very young mum. She Mm. was a single mum there was drink and drugs and all that sort of mm. stuff involved. So you grew up in a very, very volatile household and then your Nan had a terrific temper and could just blow at the last second.
0: Well, if I could just qualify. And I don't
1: think it's any accident that, you've, that you ended up with somebody because I do think that we try and repeat what we've had and then try and fix it in our relationships. Our marriage guidance counsellor Said that to us. Do you remember? Marriage guidance counsellor said that we are often within our relationship trying to fix what we couldn't fix when we were a kid. And just let me finish this. This was well, no, 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 me... all
0: about my childhood. I just wanted to sort of come in on that.
1: Yeah, but can I just get to the end yeah, of this yeah. and, then, and then you can come in? Um, and I have said to you on occasion, this feels like I'm being your mum because the row would feel like, even though you hated it, it's always, almost felt always like you've loved it too, like you've needed it, like you've craved it. Mm. And I can see some of the things I'm trying to fix in our relationship that I couldn't fix in my parents' relationship. And I really, really, both both um, shrinks have said that to me both our marriage guidance one and personal one, and I, I think there must be some truth in that If anyone is a professional counsellor or marriage guidance counsellor, I'd love to read your comment below.
0: But you're inferring in the, what you've just described, and it's kind of odd hearing your own childhood sort of told to you, is that the balance of responsibility for the rows in our relationship falls firmly with my childhood because I no, experience no. rowing. Oh, no, not at all. Well, no, because but you're, I think you're saying it fits- that it's hardwired into me, so y- your parents rarely rowed.
1: Well, no, but what I would say is that I'm trying to fix my parents' relationship and that my dad, who's a lovely, gentle, sweet, kind man, but would blow up, you know, like a lot of men, he would just blow up out of nowhere. Mm. And my mum was much more simmering. Mm. And I wanted my mum to blow more, you know. And I don't want to say much more about my parents because it's, it's their thing. But... um But I I think when I blow the way that I do, I'm fixing something there. Do you, ever see, you grew up more in that atmosphere of volatility. So in a atmosphere. sense,
0: you're letting out the steam you sensed was there to be let out. Yes. Whereas I have no fear of accessing the steam that was coming out everywhere. Yes,
1: yes. So I mm. think it's always there's a crack and the mm. two cracks meet and then yeah. the cracks sort of
0: crack each other. Well yeah, I mean I agree and I do think I do think going back to our assessment of our suspicion, if you like, or circumspection around someone or a couple that says that they, they don't row. I mean I, you know, when I was younger, and I do think it's a, it's a, I think the idea around rowing, the behavior of rowing, the way in which rows, I always remember as a young child saying to myself, when I saw, when my mum blew, or, or when I saw her blowing, not, not, not at me, I mean, at other people, I mean, you know, and she won't mind me saying this, we've talked about it, we got to the point where there's a gallows humor about it. You know there were some extraordinarily violent rows and involving knives and involving strangulation and involving me pulling people off her and her off people. You know they were it was proper proper violent rows, and to 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 in a weird way even from my perspective as a child muddy to say she was the victim of des- domestic abuse or what because you know she was in lesbian relationships she was, prior to that she was in heterosexual relationships but there was always huge rouse. it was a regular occurrence and this is the point I'm getting to that it was a regular occurrence the eruption of anger and fury and a destabilizing sentiment Mm. and I think at a very young age it became I, I, I even have some slight I'm sure I think I have even as a sort of three four five six year old a rhythmic uh, expectation of it happening every weekend every you know towards the mm. end of the week there would well and, that's and, interesting and that's We talked got that
1: in our relationship yeah, there was absolutely. A, there was a slick cyclic, cyclical cyclical essence to it mm. and it would only go for so long where there would be peace and then there would be an enormous row and i think i don't think there's any mistake that your mum's mum Nanny Thumb, who loved very much was mm. an old fashioned mum Mm. so very old-fashioned where you know attention was you got your kids dressed and ready for school and they got yeah. a dinner and they didn't and that was and so your mum, i think lacked attention mm. when she was a child and you lacked attention mm. i mean terribly mm. your mum was distracted your mum was struggling you know your mum it wasn't easy for your mum, and you were an only child and you wanted to do anything to get people to look at you. That's why you, I think that's why you are have an incredible memory. I think that's why you're incredibly bright, academic, studious. You did everything that you could to get people to look at you. You're mm-hmm. very funny. You can be very shy, but you're so very gregarious and out there and extrovert. All of those things I think came from a need to be seen. Mm. Here I am because you weren't being seen. Let's face mm. it. And I think and. You know, people that I really trust, therapists and Rachel and stuff, have said to me that when we have our rows, you have my laser focus. Mm-hmm. I go into my full, um, you know, I came from a very, you know, bombastic, loud Middle Eastern family, which was, you know, just which I grew up in and I liked that sort of boom, 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 that bubble and people could well, suddenly fly Well, there's a different kind of volatility handle. in your
0: family, People fly
1: it? off yeah. the handle. Sometimes it would be a bit unnerving as a child, yeah. but it wasn't really terrifying. No. It wasn't terrifying. It was unnerving. But what it did was it also was very powerful and energizing and theatrical and mm. dramatic And fun in a way, you know, like just it's the simple act of somebody paying the bill. Mm. You know, things people would be standing up and storming off, and it was quite funny. So, what we bring within our relationship and our rowing is me that gets an energy when I,
0: when I, when I drama
1: and a drama, and I think it's an addictive. I think it's been an addictive, toxic thing in our relationship. Yes, some of it has been good, because I think a good row is good, but I think much more it's been, it's been toxic and damaging because I am, you know, brutal. I, I, I will say anything. You know, growing up um, with uh, siblings and us all having uh, fab- fabulous rows, you know, me and my eldest sister Dina would have fabulous rows and we were very close, but we would have extraordinary mm. arguments. So that was kind of... And we'd say anything to each other and it would be over. The next minute we wouldn't even mm. be thinking about it. You know, rows, could we could all cut very deep. Mm. And we wouldn't... Me and my sister Dina, we never... You know, the next, there was no hangover from it. Mm. She could say whatever she liked to me. I could say whatever I liked to her because we knew absolutely that we loved each other and it was fine. So when I brought this into our marriage, um, and I would and I would say terrible things, all of which I regret because I think that I have really hurt you. Um, I, uh, I, again, I've brought my childhood into bearing into the relationship. That's what we do. Our relationships are our fucked up childhoods. Hmm. You know, and I think often if you come from, re- re- if your parents had, I mean, I've had friends who've had parents with incredibly re- suppressed, repressed marriages where they don't say a word, but you can feel this, like, bubbling underneath. And they're maniacs in their relationships and row and argue, you or they go the other way and are exactly the same, and you know, very, very. Um, Do
0: you think these suppressed? Controlled. I mean, we often use the phrase. I mean, we're a very we're an oversharing family. Thus, this, uh, you know, we it, it all pours out. It all comes out. There's very little. We all know how each other's feeling. We'll all talk about each. I mean, we we don't always and often. I think that's where rows emerge. Is and yeah, we're very
1: secretive too. It's really yeah, exactly. it? I'm very secretive with my feelings. Actually. No, no, I
0: know. And I think rows emerge around often you being fortified about your emotions and there being a clear, evident sense of something shifting in the house. And, you know, my behavior is usually outwardly, obviously either jealous or, or selfish or thoughtless or whatever. Um, whereas, You know, you know the causes of. I think it's difficult because if you start to talk about whenever we have a row, it's this or this or that, and it's working out this or this or that. Well, and also it dismisses the actual validity. I mean, you know, it's like saying to someone, you've got a mental health problem, therefore no emotion you feel is genuine. It's a consequence of your mental health. Do you know what I mean? You can't just feel normally sad or normally down. It's like saying, in a sense, the reason we row is you wanting to gain... I'm not saying this is what you're saying, but, you know, the danger with this line of thinking is is that if, if, if it's about just getting a hormonal hit and vying for attention, just wanting attention... I don't attention, think it's just... It but I think that's one the, part Yeah, of no, no, room. no, absolutely. I, I think what the really...
1: Saying. No, I'm, I started with the very destructive, toxic yeah, rowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we'd be hard-pressed to disagree with each other, really. And it was cyclical, and it was it cyclical. Was, I can never say that. Cyclical. cyclical, cyclical. It was cyclical, and 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 I I think we both paid equally our part in it. I, I don't think that there's blame apportioned, but I wish. How did we stop that? Well, that's I my wish...
0: point. though. why did it diminish? And that's when I, I begin she, to worry. I think sheer
1: sheer force of will. I think. Or that I think that. I think that we had some good. Marriage guidance counselling. Mm. I think if we hadn't had that marriage guidance counselling, I think we would have broken up. I, could, I mean, I, I could, we couldn't have gone well, on carrying on like what that. What did that? I like, can't because it, it was starting to be like, I just don't like you. Well, he, when you yeah. when, and the same for you, I just don't like you because what, what what would happen? There was such a pattern to it that it was dull. It was like okay, and then six weeks comes, then a massive fight, and then I would be an absolute fucking bitch. Mm. You would be totally broken. Then we have to build it back up again, and then exactly the same. And it's just like, this is boring. There was, a di- there was an addiction. This is boring. Yeah. As two people. It's like any addiction. If you're opening a bottle of wine every night, my God, that wine gets doesn't taste of anything anymore doesn't give you a hit anymore, doesn't... And I do think there is something addictive in, in arguing. And I... I can only speak for myself for me it had become so toxic and so dull and so predictable that it it, more than anything the predictability of it bored me it was like and also the uncontrollability of it it was like I don't want to be in this place and yet I'm doing this again Mm. I'm driving myself into a wall why am I driving myself into a wall I hate this I hate this I hate this because as we know like even smoke a habit okay let's take addiction out of it it would become a habit Mm, and mm. a habit there can be you know we can think that we're addicted to something but actually it's just the anxiety that we feel when we're not having whatever we're addicted to, and then when it's sated, when we have it, we think, oh, that's f- dealing with my anxiety. It's not. The anxiety is only about that thing that you're doing. Mm. It's a self-created anxiety.
0: Well, I know, but I think it's important to sort of just examine and explore that concept that if you're not rowing, perhaps, you know, if you used to row a lot and now you're not rowing as much... We I mean, do row. Yeah, yeah, no, no I know, but row. one of the one important constituent elements of our rows now is, I feel is that when the rows happen, they are of the same level of intensity, if not sometimes worse than they've been before. There's a difference in the way I'd say, I can talk about how what I see, see, there's a difference in the sort of severity of what I see coming from you. And it's almost like, because we found it so intolerant, and we don't want to go there again, the fact that it's happening again makes it more yeah. almost petrifying as well. And almost, for me, like, this could be the fucking end of everything. But you've always thought that with everything. Yeah, scenario. no, because you always but scream that's, it. But,
1: that, but I would dare to you say... always scream ...that it. you are a bit addicted to that. I'm not at all. you to the precipice. And you love not. the precipice. I mean, you, love, you love 40 tequilas. You love 500 Diet Cokes. don't love, you love being taken preci- to
0: the precipice of something that leaves me feeling as anxious as I used to feel when I was a child. Uh, I don't like...
1: That. A therapist says that's what
0: we go to. No, no, but you can't... But in that sense, it sort of... You don't it, love it, it. It means you wash your hands of your Responsibility within that row by saying that because you're saying, or because you like it, I'm just taking you to where you inevitably want to be taken. Oh,
1: God, no, if that's what it sounds like, then that is not what I mean at all. I am saying that that is incredibly toxic. What the reasons that I'm doing it as well are incredibly come from all my childhood as well. And it's like we're both trying to fix something and we're both going back to a place. It is damaging for both of us. Neither is more responsible than the other. It's just we are genetically matched and mismatched. Like, if if you were to believe in star signs, we're both Scorpios. Right, forget that. But there's something about us that is toxic together in a row. And we both we both walk towards the fire of it totally willingly individually so why
0: did we but you could argue that that's the passion and intensity of the start of a relationship is that you're willing to kind of tease that tease that fire play with that fire get involved with that fire because i could say that you know there are many times where i just shut the fuck up or back back down because i know that the scale of the row will end up being so enormous. And I know you do too, you know, there will be many times and that's where bickering creeps in and we we, we uh, won't go there. No,
1: but that's (coughs) good because I do want to go to bickering because I think that that's what happens. And I think that's what happens to us. I think now much further on in our marriage, how long have we been married?
0: Six, 17 years.
1: 17 years. So 17 years, our most dangerous thing now is, is that we do bicker. Because we don't want to have those big rows, we still have big rows, but not as often as we did. But it's just the bickering because you don't want to have a big row. It's like, oh God, that's so annoying. Oh, that's so annoying. That's so annoying. That's oh my God. Why does he have to do that? Why does she have to do that? She's so annoying. I just had enough. And it's 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 that hum that so many relationships have, isn't it? Where you're just like, oh my God, I'm just gonna okay, I'm just gonna just gonna do something else so that I don't have a row. And
0: but, but spinning this all then round back to what you originally said when you said you don't trust people who say they don't have rows and yet in a weird way you're saying it's the idyll that you want to kind of get to is not having no. rows. Because each row no, we I have... So I, let, let me just... I'm I sorry, want let, us
1: to row, and I think we did a podcast about this a couple of years ago. I think effective rows are good. I think our yeah, rows always effective to you been is not necessarily effective to me. We have never reached a better place after a row. I don't think we've ever sat down
0: and gone, right, okay. Like to have- (laughs) You haven't listened, or I haven't listened. You could argue that that's because yeah. we've just fundamentally yeah, thought, "Fuck this, cheer. we're going to move on." And I don't actually want to take on board yeah. anything the other person's saying. Yeah. I, and I wonder, and it's something that creeps through in some of the comments that have come through, is that I wonder if the reason rows diminish across time isn't because you're so in love and you've so got the answers. See, and... I just
1: don't think you've got to get off this thing that a row means you're
0: in love. No, I don't necessarily think it does, but I think it's one of the strangest symptoms of a passionate intensity to the relationship. Yeah,
1: I mean, what you're saying is. You you can get to the stage where you go, oh God, I don't give a fuck what you does anymore. I'm not rowing. Mm. That obviously is a really bad place for a relationship to be. I don't think that's why we don't row as much. I think we don't row as much because we desperately don't want to because it leaves us feeling horrible. And we live, you know, if we have a row, our children are gonna hear us rowing. It's not their fault if we can't, if we still at our age can't sit down and go, listen, can we just can we just have a discussion about this? This is what we can't do. If either one of us says, listen, can I just talk to you about something? both go, what, why? Mm. And we've got to go, yeah. It's just that simple, and yet we can't do it. We can't go. We both get defensive. We're both ready for, and I just wish I, uh, and that's, I think the people that say they don't have a row, but say, but would say, we sit down and go. Listen, this has really made me sad all week. I felt really irritated by this, and then they talk about it, and they might get a bit heated, and then they come back to a discussion. That that's the, for me would be lovely. That's what I that I'd be in awe of. I'm in awe of the couples that do that. Hmm. We are talking about extremes. We're talking about us, like maniacs running down the street, jumping out of the car, slamming doors, maniacs. And then that's, I just want to interject here. That's, that's why we, do, we, this podcast is not about giving people advice. It's just about sharing. And
0: them. Also, that's Nadia. I don't ever do that because obviously I'm driving.
1: Yeah. And then the other extreme, the other end that we're talking about is the people that just go, mm, yes, darling, yes, darling. But the and yes, darling. What
0: about how can
1: we get to the middle place? Mm. We've had couples, go, we know what the answer is. We know what the what answer is. What is it? Because we paid... What is the answer?
0: We paid 90... What? <laughs> I know you keep saying we know the fucking answer. What is the answer? We
1: paid 90 quid... What is let the Let me answer? just explain. We paid 90 quid an hour to be told the answer. And at 55 minutes, they start looking at their watch, the marriage guidance counselor. What was the answer we were given?
0: I don't know.
1: Oh, Mark, do be silly. What was it?
0: Oh I can't God. remember. I've spent the rest of my life trying to bloody fathom <coughs> what the fuck was told to us in couples counselling. How we, impl- What I remember of couples counselling us was us having the biggest ever fucking rouse going in and coming out. Do
1: you remember a couple of months ago <laughs> I said to you, can we do the five minute, five minute thing? And yeah. it lasted... Yeah. Let me finish. It you, lasted, do you talk a lot. It bodies? lasted 35 seconds... Before you interject,
0: because the danger with the five minute, five minute, it's and I would love a it couple's is. it's where you sit down and you speak for five minutes uninterrupted, and then you allow the other person to speak for another five minutes, and you, they can either com- comment on what you've said or not comment on what you've said, and then after the five minutes each, you walk away from the table and you don't. The idea of that is spectacularly brilliant. The practicalities of that are beyond impossible. Okay, because, but it doesn't have to because be five minutes it could be
1: one.
0: Because, <laughs> here's the thing, and this is classic, classic, but you know it's like it's like in a football match who starts first because whoever starts first essentially if they're going to approach these 5 minutes or 1 minute separately in the wrong way they might just start in a very contentious way. Passive-aggressive can be the contentious way too. Very calm, very this, but sort but of you make... always say but, calm is
1: passive-aggressive. But aggressive. making a
0: point, making a point that's very controversial in that first minute. It's very hard for the person afterwards to sit there simmering on their hands going, oh, well, I'll just say the things that prior to that one minute of you speaking, I was thinking about, but you've just said something that enrages me. So it's yeah, but, hard. But, but that, listen,
1: I don't actually agree with the thing of of um, talking and then the other person not answering back because you can. That is the choice. So say you were to sit and say, you know, I'm feeling this way and it's What's been like time? this this week and I've da-da-da and da-da-da. I've got to just listen to you. Okay, so it's just, let's say it's just three minutes and then I answer you and then you talk for three minutes and it is a very, very good exercise and, and actually they recommend that you do it not... In a, a very angry place, so so it could be. Why don't we do a test of it now? It could be just um, you know it, 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 it's quite good to just set up a time. This was the advice that mm. we given if people are wanting to have a go without paying ninety quid. So you could just <laughs> you could just um, <laughs> you could just set it up. <clears throat> like, okay, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday this week at six o'clock, we're going to have three minutes each. Because what it is, it's like it's like meditation. You're just trying to. Reconnect and exercise that part of your brain that, that listens, aren't you? Which is which okay, becomes well, flaccid for. I all agree.
0: Of well, I'm gonna. I've, I've got the counter there, so I'm gonna give one you. Minute. I'm gonna give you one minute, I starting from. Hang on. Do we
1: need? To, yeah, go on. What is it? Me or you? No, starting? I'm
0: going on my clock. I okay, see. We can't even agree terms. Sorry. So I'm going to go for a minute, and I'm going to talk about stuff around this. So my minute. now, what's
1: happened this week that you've been annoyed with me about?
0: Well, no, we're going to talk about rowing. I'll talk yeah, about rowing. What would for have caused
1: a row this week? Well,
0: you? I think, and I'm starting now. I think that not rowing is a, hu- a huge part of not rowing in this house is about compromise, as it should be in all relationships. All relationships are about compromise. So, saying this isn't me saying one shouldn't compromise, but I do think as one gets older and deeper into a relationship. I hear what you say about this idea that, you know, I'm, I, I'm sort of almost, not hormonally, but cyclically addicted to the idea that, you know, I want attention, I was an only child and all that. I get all of that. I, under, I can understand the unpacking of childhood and what we're working out. and I agree in principle with your idea that relationships are all about working out your childhoods. But I do also think a capitulation kicks in, and I also genuinely think this is gonna run the risk of being, sounding sexist, but I'm only I can only talk from a male perspective. I think, where I certainly, as a man, would want to contest certain things or disagree, not necessarily entirely with something that's going on, but would suggest a different way of doing it. I just don't flag it up as much anymore. I actively don't bother to mention things. Now, I don't think that's just the preserve of the bloke. Obviously, I'm not saying that. But I know that that's what's contributed to it. And I do sometimes feel, in certain situations and some of them too intimate and personal to talk about. I don't go on I don't talk about certain stuff to precisely avoid an argument and that saddens me because sometimes I think that's on that stuff that I now can no longer actually access or talk about because I don't want the row and there's no other way of talking about it without there being a row. Um, I've got eight seconds left and you might on... have you a minute. Have no, I? Yeah, you were at 43. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there's a minute and a half. I thought she's not listening. I could see. I was listening. No, no, I know, but I, I could Listen see looking to at the every clock. Word okay, well, said. I gave a minute and a half. You can give a minute and a half.
1: Um, <clears throat> but first of all, just listening to you back there, I get the sense that you think that I'm I'm saying that all of this is your fault because of your childhood, which I'm genuinely not. The way that I was saying that was that I was hearing that I've heard and I recognise how difficult your childhood was and i think it's funny isn't it what we what we choose to hear because also i said when i said that i said all the amazing things about you that's come out of that relationship like you're incredibly funny you're incredibly smart you're studious you're gregarious all these things and yet this is what happens in relationships we're always looking for what's been negative negatively said about us so that we can hold that and protect ourselves with it. and I do think that that's what happens in all relationships with all people. I will probably only hear the negative things that you that you that you say about me. Um, obviously your mum is much more open and talks much more openly on social media and stuff about your child. My parents don't so I have to be really careful about what I say but I would say also, my childhood informs the way that I am, and I totally take my part in that and, and actually, I said to you, I feel really regretful about how hurtful and how harsh I've been and and I wish that I hadn't done it. I too won't say things now. I, there's just there's just whole areas that I wouldn't put my toe into anymore. I just wouldn't say it because I know that you'll just you know be so hurt or so worried or will overthink it and over obsess it about it um so i think we're both in quite a similar place with that and i think that's my time up
0: but on that basis so having had that the ego, that's how you do it it's quite hard because you kind of think oh, oh, oh. so it's quite it's quite a and it's a good discipline to try and do it but it's interesting because of course
1: i would say we do podcasts and actually <clears throat> i know sometimes people say oh youtube are, uh you know cross over each other I think we do fantastically well we do Mm. this podcast we do a parenting podcast we sit opposite each other Mm. let's give ourselves a break Mm. every single week and we look into each other's eyes and we have very difficult conversations. Yeah. Sometimes we do butt in and talk over. Some days one talks more than the other. Mm. And that is actually a relationship. And I think the fact that we can still look into each other's eyes and talk about really difficult things is a pat on the back for our relationship. But of
0: course I'm sitting here only curious because I'm nosy and I'm, I'm an only child and I like to get my fingers into everything. Um, wondering what the things are that you don't feel you can talk to me about.
1: <laughs> well, yeah.
0: I mean, you know, maybe that's the whole podcast. Stuff that I feel is too difficult d- for you I've to talk about. I've never sit in a
1: podcast and say the things that I can't talk Oh, my God, what is it? Well, no, because it's not big things, but where... I have much tougher skin than you do. Oh. Would you agree to that? Or would you take that as an insult?
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Right. When I say somebody is very sensitive, I don't see that as an insult. And if somebody says that to my children, I get really angry. Like if their friends say, oh, my my friend says that I'm sensitive or da-da-da. I, I, I don't like that because mm. I think to be a sensitive person is a person to really... Mm. You know, if you think... I've grown up in siblings, so I had different kinds of knocks than you did. But you do right from a small child with siblings. Blah, 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 blah. You just you just have to take mm. the bounce. You have to take them... Um, and, um, you definitely because... have a
0: thicker heart. I mean, I do, I do, I, I'm with you on that. I, I find it really frustrating if someone uses the term, sen- you know, sensitivity. As long as sensitivity isn't, like isn't being, you know, sensitivity. H- here, is the, here is the, almost the heart of the problem for the contemporary man is everyone wants you to be sensitive and aware and emotionally intelligent. And at the same time, you've got a societal and often within the intimacy of even our relationship, there are little sexist areas of you should mention, you know, DIY, you know. There are assumptions that men should be a certain thing. And I think that, you know, the idea that equally, though, I'd say that women who don't demonstrate enough sensitivity can be badly judged. And I think that's unfair, too. Do you know what I mean? It's like, so I think sensitivity is. is I mean, I
1: think, I think, I think you are sensitive and I understand why you're very sensitive to it's because part of it is the thing that I also really love about you which is you're very you know you're you're a very bright person if there's one question to be asked Mark will ask 100 questions and that's why you are as clever as you are and annoying but I find that very very draining yeah. so if I ask If I were to say something, say I were to say, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something that wouldn't be real so that you don't get upset about it. But say I was to say something about you. And I want it to be, it is quite a small thing, it's not a massive thing, Mm. but it's something that's irritating me. Mm. I know for sure that you will think about it all day, yeah. that you will ask me multiple questions about it. So by the time I've got to the end of it, the thing that annoyed me doesn't annoy me anymore. It's the thing. It's the. Right. End. And so that's why I avoid it because I think I don't want to be asked loads and lots yes. of questions about it. And that's why I sometimes say to you, and I don't like saying it because I don't think it's a nice thing to say when I say, stop being so chippy, Mark. No, I it's
0: can't. Because, yeah, yeah. It's, because,
1: it's because sometimes... I just want Maybe to use to the just phrase
0: hypersensitive because Chippy really gets on my I just, I just want dick. you to
1: just let things just roll off sometimes. Mm. But, but I'll feel you trying to, and then you'll come back to it and go. So that thing that you were saying. So I just like. So I will literally go. I don't home, Otherwise, you're going to be asked. Okay. And so, what would be your equivalent to that? Why you wouldn't? Say, what would be what you wouldn't want? My reaction that you wouldn't
0: want. You are a constant flat denier of the the the, the fact that it's so readily apparent when you're bringing, and I don't mean this in a negative way, bringing probably a justified mood or atmosphere into the house or an energy that is easily characterized as merely efficient and all of these things. And then the inference when you say, I'm just being efficient is everyone else isn't being efficient. And I've, I find that it's really hard sometimes to just say to you, do you know what? You're actually bringing a really corrosive atmosphere into the situation here. You will not entertain that for a second. Whereas I have really listened to you over the years about how thinking about how I walk in, how I sound. You said it last night, and I was being a morose bastard. So, you know, and I, if I hear it and I'm pulled out of it, I will more than willingly pull myself out of it. I find it very hard to make you aware of how you are being. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in a, and that's not to say that you're... And often what's most frustrating for me as your partner is that I know that if you admitted it, you would feel less of the weirdness coming from me because I'm actually catering for you far more than you think sometimes. And I think there's a general assumption in the household that you're... Mood is always spot on and perfect and fine. Sense? No, 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 no. I feel, well,
1: I feel <clears> completely <throat> outside of the house. I feel like the girls are always 100% No, that's on your very different. I'm not, I'm, talking about, like, no, I'm not talking about the girls. Like, oh, and
0: that, no, no, no. no, no, I'm not talking about that. And that's why certain... We won't go into that. It's a whole different conversation.
1: No, no, but it's
0: not. No, no, insofar as... Yeah, no, but that is. In terms of why? us... In, why I'm just talking in terms point? of us rowing and in terms of the atmosphere between us and why I sort of curtail myself and why rows don't happen actually so much is because I'm not wanting to actually, not challenge you, because I don't feel like challenging you, but if I see that something's bothering you, maybe it's something like that around the girls, I'd actually be far more present and available than I think you think I'll be. And so I think assumptions, you make a lot of assumptions. You think you've read the situation accurately when you or sometimes happen, mm. And that frustrates me. Well, talk me. to
1: me about it the next time I do it, so I know what yeah, you
0: Yeah, 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 no, I will. But there you I go. Really we you didn't mean. get a chance to even read out your comments. But that was interesting. Let's
1: read out a few. Yeah, a
0: no, they're, they're so long. So we we'll, I think we should do another one on them. We'll do a, we'll do another oh, I think we'll okay. do we'll do a, a thing about your comments on Rouse and we'll have a chat about them. Might be different a different kind of how how to stay married. So
1: are we going to from now on maybe next time things are building that we're going to sit and listen do a minute each.
0: I think we should do a minute and a half because I had clearly run over. So I think a minute and a half. But, uh, if you le-
1: try it, guys, let us know what you yeah.
0: think. But can I also say that I'm a big fan and a big believer that you shouldn't go to sleep on a row and you've always gone to sleep on rails.
1: Yes, but that is because um, we never sit down and resolve. It's always about... The problem with us, whenever we go to make... Well, that's a whole other podcast. All right. Uh, that's another podcast, How to Make Up After a row. How
0: to Make Up After a row. There you go. Anyway, guys, subscribe, subscribe, uh, leave comments on the iTunes iPod thingy where you play it there. uh, And we will we will screenshot them and post them on our Insta stories because we like doing that and leave some stars if you wouldn't mind.